Hello there. Welcome to another episode of the Good News Cafe. This podcast is produced by Child Evangelism Fellowship of Northern Virginia, and my name is Ray Cito. One of Child Evangelism Fellowship's most important tool which we use to share the gospel is the wordless book. I want to share with you today a little bit of its heritage from something written by Ruth Overholzer many years ago. Ruth was the wife of J. Irvin Overholzer, the founder of Child Evangelism Fellowship. So let's discover a little bit of this wonderful book's rich heritage. The wordless book was first designed with only three pages, black, red, and white. And it was introduced by Charles Spurgeon in 1866. He was preaching at the Metropolitan Tabernacle in London, and his sermon was entitled, The Wordless Book. Mr. Spurgeon told of an unnamed minister who had put three pages together and often looked at them to remind himself of his sinfulness of Christ's blood poured out for him and of the whiter than snow cleansing provided for him. It is not known when the gold page was added, but it brought another dimension to the book, depicting the love of God and the glories of his heavenly home. Nine years later, D.L. Moody used the Book of Colors at a children's service where an estimated 12,000 children were present to hear his message on a book with four leaves, black, red, white, and gold. And then there's the anecdote from Fanny Crosby, the famous hymn writer. Children would often run to her and say, tell us a story, Fanny, tell us another. And then she would often take from her purse a little wordless book and tell the children whom she dearly loved the story of the Savior. In 1895, the book was taken to India with Amy Carmichael. Amy and her helper made a satin flag of gold, black, red, and white, hoisted it in the cart pulled by oxen, and went from village to village in southern India sharing the gospel. Amy commented some time ago, a most useful text for an impromptu sermon. And in smaller groups, she used the little book itself. Ruth Overholzer, wife of Child Evangelism Fellowship's founder, J. Irvin Overholzer, discovered the book in 1924. She found it through a bookstore operated by Dr. Harry A. Ironside, who became pastor of Moody Memorial Church in Chicago. The wordless book at that time was being published in London. When CEF began to print the little book 15 years later, they added the final color, green, to represent Christian growth. They also published a leaflet telling how to use the book and giving scripture verses for each page. In the following years, the wordless book has been taken to over 120 countries around the world by missionaries who led multitudes of boys and girls to Jesus Christ. Through the universal language of color, God has used this effective means to communicate his wonderful message of salvation, perhaps more than any other tool in history. You too can become part of this rich heritage of those who have been faithful to evangelize children. When sharing the gospel using the wordless book, 
You can begin your conversation by introducing yourself, if necessary, and finding out the child's name so that you may call him by name throughout your presentation. And remember to allow the children to interact with you as you share step by step, color by color. And be sure to share with much prayer and enthusiasm. Remembering it is the way of salvation for your listener. The Wordless Book has been taught to Christian boys and girls who desire to share their faith with others. Many children have been led to Christ by other children using this simple tool. As you lead children and teach children how to use this book, remember to provide clear instruction and opportunity for practice as you pass on this rich heritage to a new generation. And now we have a short demonstration of sharing the gospel using the Wordless Book. Hi, my name's James. Have you ever seen a book like this? It doesn't have any words or pictures. What do you see inside its pages? Yes, colors. Even though this book has no words, it reminds us of a wonderful true story. The most wonderful story in the whole world. May I tell it to you? This gold page reminds us of heaven. The Bible tells us heaven has a street made out of gold. But the best part about heaven is that God, who created you and me, lives there. He made heaven and earth. He made all living things such as trees, animals, clouds, anything you name. He made you and me. God loves you. The Bible says, God so loved the world, and the Bible is a God's true word, and that it cannot lie. God is holy, which means without sin. Everything he does is always perfectly right. He cannot allow anything in heaven that is less than perfect. So there's one thing that can never be in heaven. Can you think of what that might be? It is sin. That is what this dark page reminds us of. Do you know what is sin? Sin is anything you say or do that does not please God. Could you give some examples of sin you might do? Thinking mean thoughts about others or planning to get even with them. Saying mean words to your brother or sister or someone in school. Breaking windows or writing graffiti on a building, even if it's empty. The Bible says that all have sinned and you and I are both born with want to or desire to sin. God says that sin must be punished and the punishment for sin is to be separated from God now and forever. But God has a wonderful plan so that you and I don't have to be punished for our sin. God sent Jesus Christ to be born as a little baby. Jesus Christ is God's perfect Son. He lived a sinless life because He is God the Son, yet perfect man. He never thought, said, or did anything that did not please God the Father. Jesus Christ did not deserve to die, but He willingly gave Himself up to die on the cross for you and me. He took your punishment. This was the only way you and I could have our sins forgiven. Jesus Christ gave His life's blood for you and me, because God said that without shedding of the blood there is no forgiveness. That's what this red page represents. Jesus Christ died and rose again on the third day and was seen by many. He is alive in heaven today, ruling as King 
over all. Now, because of what the Lord Jesus did for you, you can have your sins forgiven. When your sins are forgiven, you become a child of God. John chapter 1 verse 12 says, But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. To receive him means to take his gift of salvation as your own. To believe in Jesus is to put your trust completely in him. It is believing that Jesus is the only one who can save you from sin. When you believe in Jesus, God will give you the right to become a member of God's family, to have a friendship with him that begins today. God will be with you and help you live a life that pleases him. One day, you will live with him forever in heaven. Would you like to believe in Jesus now? Let me ask you some questions. Who is God? What does it mean that God is holy? Can you tell me what sin is? Have you ever sinned? Who is Jesus? What did Jesus do so your sin could be forgiven? How do you become God's child? Do you not believe on the Lord Jesus to save you from your sin? Can you pray God in your own words? You can tell God that you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ who died for your sin and rose again. You can tell God that you want to live God's way. Whose child are you now? How do you know? But to all who receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. God also gives very important promises for you. God said, I will never leave you. It means Jesus will be with you always, no matter what. And he said, the Lord is my helper. It means Jesus lives in you to help you do what is right and say no to sin. But if you choose to sin again, God's word tells you what to do about it. 1 John chapter 1, verse 9 says, If we confess our sins, He is faithful, and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Confess means to agree that what you have done is sin, to tell on yourself to God. He is faithful, and just means God always does what is right and fair. Forgive our sins and cleanse us means our friendship with God would no longer be broken. He makes us clean and right on the inside. All unrighteousness means the bad things we have done. After you have confessed your sins, thank God for His forgiveness. Ask Him for strength to say no to that sin the next time. Ask Him if there is someone with whom you need to make things right. After you receive Lord Jesus, God wants you to know Him better. The green pages make me think of things that grow. After you become God's child, He wants you to get to know Him better and grow to become more like Him. God has provided ways for you to begin to grow in Christ. God says, please grow. The first letter G stands for going to a church to learn more about the Lord Jesus and how He wants you to live. 
R stands for reading God's word every day and praying. O stands for obeying God. Obey God's word, your parents, teachers, and those in authority over you. W stands for witnessing to others, telling them about what the Lord Jesus has done for them so their sin can be forgiven. This is the Wordless Book Story, so share this good news with someone else. Thank you for taking precious time out of your day to join us at the Good News Cafe. It is our prayer here at Child Evangelism Fellowship that you will be blessed in many ways through these podcasts. Until next time, may God bless you and keep you.